How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We are about to expand to a 12-team college football playoff. We're about to expand to a 12-team college football playoff. And that's what we're looking at. And that is what we're doing. Um, And I've got a feeling... You know, like there are pluses and minuses to this, right? There's no doubt about it. The college football postseason is going to be better than it ever was. The problem is that it was the college football regular season that set it apart. You know, in college basketball, if Akron is beating Alabama this time of year, who gives a damn? Does it impact Alabama's chances to make the tournament? March Madness? Maybe, but who gives a rip? They got 30-something other chances to get it right. No one texts me in college basketball and says, Mark, turn it on CBS right now. Akron is beating Alabama. But guess what happens in college football if Akron is beating Alabama? The wifey gets annoyed because the phone keeps dinging. Mark, are you seeing this? Mark, are you seeing this? Mark, are you seeing this? Well, what creates that level of urgency? What creates that moment that you'll always remember where you were moments? The fact that Akron has the potential, has the capacity to ruin Alabama's season, right? They have the ability to do that. And that's what we love about college football. And with the expansion of college play, the expansion of the college football playoff, you are instituting a safety net that wasn't there before. That safety net ruined a lot of people's seasons very, very early. But it also made every single game must win, and it also made every single game, by proxy, a playoff game. Right? Every single game was a playoff game. You had to win. You couldn't afford to be piddling around with Jacksonville State. You had to beat them, and you had to beat Jacksonville State convincingly. That was just the first example that popped into my mind. Guys, no, no, no real connection there. So anyway, guys, I was thinking about this yesterday, and I was like, you know, for it's not like, I mean, we have denigrated bowl games to the point where they might as well not exist anyway, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's where bowl games are today. Um, it's kind of like you made the playoff, great, congratulations, you had a good season. You made the Sugar Bowl or the Orange Bowl. Congratulations, you had an okay season. And if you made anything less than that, you had a forgettable season, right? 
I mean, look, maybe not to South Carolina, but South Carolina's not where they want to be as a program. They're not where they're going to be as a program, whether that happens with Shane Beamer or without Shane Beamer, you know. But to a program like Florida, making the Birmingham Bowl, the Music City Bowl, the Outback Bowl doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Like, wh- wh- why Florida fans care about making a bowl game this year is because they want to avoid having their first three-season losing record, okay? Losing record for three consecutive seasons. They want to avoid that happening for the first time in three-quarters of a century. Happened 78 years ago, from 1945 to 1947. So, yeah, like, Florida fans care about winning six games. They don't care about the bowl game that you get for winning six games, but they don't want to have a losing record three seasons in a row. They want to find a way to beat Missouri or Florida State, and then... They want to figure out a way to win the bowl game so they don't have a losing record. But I'm telling you, when this postseason expands to 12 teams, it's going to create a haves and have-not system. It's going to create a very black and white system. And I already think, ladies and gentlemen, do you feel like as a society we are losing our ability to see shades of gray? You feel like we're losing that because I do, okay? Uh, this is gonna. This is going to further black and white thinking. All right, um, and it is simply this: if you make the playoff, you had a good year. If you didn't make the playoff, you had a bad year. And that's that's what it's going to be for the sixteen to twenty best football programs in America. By my estimation, here are the programs. All right, that are going to have a playoff or bust mentality. These are the fan bases that are going to expect to be in the college football playoff every year, right? And to, the proof of that is tell me if I'm wrong. Each and every one of these programs is going to classify their seasons as success, we made the playoff, or a forgettable season, a bad season, we did not. Every single one of these programs. Here you go. Florida State, Clemson, Oklahoma, Texas, Oregon, USC, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Alabama, A&M, and Notre Dame. Now you might say, well, Mark Ryan, there are 16 teams that you just named there. Yeah, there are. Well, why don't we make a super conference of those 16 teams and just play the national championship from there? Seems like college football's kind of heading that way, isn't it? But the reality is, folks, if you are a Clemson fan, it's not going to be a good year if you don't make that thing. You know, the ACC doesn't have a great rep. If you can't finish 10-2, and 11-2 in the ACC, Clemson fans aren't going to view it as a good year. This current season isn't a good year. After this season... With a 36-year-old quarterback, Jordan Travis, Florida State isn't going to view any year that doesn't result in a college football playoff berth as a good season. Here's a problem. Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC. The SEC is going to have eight programs that expect to make the playoff every single year, and you know that's not going to happen. You know that's not going to happen. Okay? Um... Oklahoma, Texas, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Alabama, LSU, and A&M. 
Now, the three that you guys are going to harp on there, you're going to say, well, Mark, Florida, LOL. Tennessee, LOL. A&M, LOL. Yeah. Look, look. Two of the last six seasons for Florida, they would have made a 12-team college football playoff. Two of the last six. But that doesn't mean that the fan base's expectations have changed. Okay? If they make the 12-team playoff, hey, at least we made the playoff. If they miss it, no interest till the following year. It's going to be all about shooting your shot to make the college football playoff. Right? That's the only thing that's going to matter. Oregon has Nike money. You know that's their expectation. Dan Lanning is 19-4 and four at Oregon. 19-4. and four. You've got uh, USC, Lincoln Riley. There's a lot of expectation there. Michigan, Ohio State, that goes without staying. Penn State is tired of being the bridesmaid. Okay, if we can't beat Michigan and Ohio State, if James Franklin is 3-17, and 17, as head coach of Penn State against top 10 teams, well, now he doesn't have to be top 10 anymore. Now he just has to be top 12. Penn State always seems to be right around there, don't they? You know they're going to expect to make the playoff. Georgia's self-explanatory, right? Alabama's self-explanatory. And LSU, now that they've won a recent national championship, has very, very high expectations. And I ask you this question. Is this good for college football? Now, it's good that it opens the playing field every year to the little guy. It gives the two lanes of the world, the air forces of the world, a shot at the table, a seat at the table, right? Gives them a, gives them a chance at that, a fighting chance at that. And every once in a great while, you will see a Boise State beat in Oklahoma with a Statue of Liberty play. Every once in a great while, that will happen, Okay. But have you noticed what's going on right now in the Big 12? Have you noticed what UCF was last year and what UCF was this year? What Houston was last year and what Houston was this year? What Cincinnati was last year and what Cincinnati was this year? What BYU was last year? Gosh, I picked BYU to beat Iowa State. Shame on me. What BYU was last year and what BYU was this year? Do you notice what happens to those teams when they have to play Power 5 schools that have much better depth than they do? week in and week out, when the first layer, when half of their starters go down to injuries, what, what do they have left? A whole lot of nothing. It's not just those schools. Go back and look at what Utah was when they first joined the Pac-12. It was the same thing. Four and eight, five and seven, six and six. Don't have the depth to compete, right? Yeah, but you've given Utah time think- to build to a power five depth roster and look at them now Utah Utah was in the top 15 this year because they've had time to build that kind of depth so I think it's uh it's an unfair comparison to say well because you didn't do it in your first year clearly you you don't have the right stuff to do it Mark I got a problem with basically every single point you've made for the first 16 minutes of this show number one whether it's good or not for the sport is completely irrelevant it is it is here it is here. How many old men yelling at clouds will it take to undo a 12-team playoff? Let me clue you in. The answer is way more than you've got. So why do you and everybody else who's bitching and moaning about a 12-team playoff keep making yourself miserable talking about the things you don't like about this instead of embracing what could be really great about this? That's point number one. 
Point number two, bowl games are only meaningless to the spoiled, stuck-up fan bases who have forgotten how to appreciate it. Dabo Sweeney was 100% right earlier this season. He said, maybe we need to drop a couple of games so we can lose some of these fair-weather fans. If they're meaningless to you, then go ahead before the season even starts. Say, if we're not in the playoff, we're not going to a bowl game. Just bow out of the system completely. If you don't want to be here, you don't have to be here. You don't have to accept the invitations. You don't have to get all your fans to fly out to some exotic location to go to a game. Just say, we're too good for this. We don't want to be here. I mean, if you're going to be that stuck up, be that stuck up and say we're not going. And number three, a 16-team Super League won't work because somebody's got to finish 16th. And that's not fun. They're going to have a whole bunch of fan bases that really want to win and love winning. Somebody's going to finish 16th in that thing. 16th out of 16 sounds awful. It's going to be the worst season you've had in a long, long, long time. Worst season ever in your program. But number 16 out of 132, that sounds pretty good. That means I finished in the top 20. You see? Like, people keep working themselves. It's a symptom of our society these days is we've worked ourselves up into being miserable about the things that used to bring us joy. And that's not the system's fault. That's your collective. That's your collective fault. People have gotten miserable. You've forgotten how to, fun, how to, how to have fun. You've forgotten how to embrace things and see them for what they are and the possibilities. Well, yeah, Diesel. So number one here, um, yeah, I'm not saying that um, – I don't want the little guy to have a shot at the table. I'm saying that the performance of the Big 12 schools shows you that a group of five school isn't going to win more than one game in this thing. Okay? doesn't mean they shouldn't have a seat at the table. It just means, like, look at the results of the group of five until they have years upon years upon years of, you know, uh, increased finances and sales well, pitches duh. to recruits. Duh. Money. Right. Money makes so, the world go round. Right. So I'm saying you can't compare right. a, a school that's only had this sudden influx of cash for one year, for now uh, eight months, nine months worth of cash infusions. Sure. So, yeah, the other thing is I, the bowl games matter to me. The reality is they don't matter to the whole. You well, know? the whole and sucks. We've argued. It's uh, Crazy right. Ralph said but, it. He goes, our fans argued- suck. A lot of college football fans suck. We've argued, we always argue about what's best for college football. We argued for a college football playoff before we had a college football playoff, even when it seemed like we were old men yelling at the clouds. We will have conversations about what's best for college football until the end of time because we love it so much, right? Like that, 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 that will always be the case. And, and then finally, I don't want a 16-team league. It's just I, I keep hearing that bandit about. I keep hearing people throwing that out there, you know? Um, the, the performance of Cincinnati, UCF, BYU, and Houston in the Power Five is proof of only what finances and what money does for you, right? Like, the beauty of March Madness is that UMBC can beat Virginia in a single game. But what happens to UMBC in the next game? Oh, that's right. It's not pretty, right? UCF can beat Oklahoma State in a single game, but what happens against Texas the following week? See what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's that's the problem that you run up against. Yeah, but Oklahoma right? State it's has gotten Boise blasted State by multiple teams this year, one not even in the Power Five, talking about South Alabama. So it's proof that all this money that you get every single year is not some invincibility shield. 
that protects you from ever losing to a team that you're not supposed to lose to. And that's a problem. Fans talk about it when it comes to scheduling. Oh, we don't want to schedule these smaller teams because there's everything to lose and nothing to gain. You want to have some sort of invincibility shield that you'll never lose a game that you're not supposed to. You'll never get beaten by a team that might be a little embarrassing to lose to. You got all you got every single advantage in the world. You just got to go out there and win the game and play to your caliber. But you're not doing it. And that tells me right there that all that money and all that prestige and all those attempts to insulate yourselves isn't worth a damn thing. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone. Whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.